Okay, hi. Hi there and welcome or welcome back. I'm Cassie. And I'm Tiffany. And this is Happy Hour Gets Weird, our one and done episode. Yay, hello, hello. Thank you for joining us. You know, getting ready to record this episode, I was just thinking there, there, there have been times and there's going to be times where we need to live our life and keep moving forward and um, sometimes our hearts just aren't ready to do that. And when I feel like that, I just really need comfort. And, you know, I do different things for comfort. I, listening to music is one of my favorite things. I, I've been constantly playing songs that make me feel happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think I'm the only one right now that needs a little bit of comfort. Uh, we all do. So on that note, we decided to do kind of a warm, fuzzy wrap you in a hug comforting good news one and done yes we haven't done a good news one and done so this is uh, it's gonna be warm and fuzzy get ready sounds wonderful good choice cassie thank you uh but before we get into the episode let's talk about our drink mm-hmm. um i'm drinking a mocktail today we always like to sprinkle in some mocktails mm-hmm. i We've talked about loving um, a cocktail that you could drink without alcohol, um, which would be a mocktail. Good God. Get it out, woman. (laughs) Um, uh, But I'm drinking a sparkling mango lemonade. Yummy. God, we love bubbles so much around here. We're just the bubbliest, fartiest set of gals that you will ever meet. Buble. Wait. Bublé, bubble. What's that drink? Get, sponsor us. It yes, bubbly. I ha- listen. I have <laughs> I think a soda I just stream. Just ask Michael Bublé to give us money. <laughs> <laughs> I have a soda stream and boo bubbly. Uh, boo bubbly. God, those commercials are confusing because is it Bublé or bubbly? I don't know. Michael <laughs> Bublé, you ruined me. Uh, that drink sounds fantastic, though. I love sparkling anything. Yeah, it's it's pretty delicious. So the recipe um, for that and pictures of that will be on our social media per usual. All right, well, let's get into some good news. And this first story comes to us from uh, callofdutyendowment.org. Wow. Yes. And you think you know where this is going and you have no idea. Okay. So Activation Blizzard is a video game company, and they're responsible for a ton of video games, Candy Crush being one that I know, Mm -hmm. and also Call of Duty. So this is so cool. The CEO of Activation (laughs) Activation Blizzard got together with, I believe, a former Secretary of Defense, and they started talking about how they could help veterans or Mm -hmm. retired veterans and they came up with an idea and they named it call of duty endowment and it's a program that multiple former high-ranking military members united states military members have become involved with and they place veterans in high quality jobs And they do this by investing or sponsoring programs that specialize in getting unemployed veterans back to work. I love that. That is fantastic. And then it's, you know, Call of Duty is obviously like a military style game. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming I don't 
no, I, I'm, I'm, you know, assuming, um, I'm not a gamer, but the good news about this, can you believe it gets better? The good news is they just reached their goal of placing 100,000 veterans in jobs, in high quality jobs. That is amazing. I love that. I really feel like veterans oftentimes get the short end of the stick. And I think that we as a country should do more for them. So that is fantastic. Yeah, I agree. And I think if you were to look at some data, um, veterans have probably one of the highest percentages of unemployment rates Mm -hmm. among certain groups of Americans. And I feel like it is important that we remember our vets and we help them get because sometimes it's hard to acclimate back after you come back from um service especially um active duty in uh, in war times that's that that's traumatic definitely definitely so 100%. it's it's that's really cool so i thought that was a really good piece of news that we should share um and then this next one comes from the new york post and i uh did a little re- okay I like she's it. smiling so much this is, I'm so scared okay so I this uh, oh my gosh maybe this might be my favorite oh I don't know I don't know all right well first I looked on consumer affairs and consumer affairs like surveys groups of people on on random subjects mm-hmm. so consumer affairs surveyed 1,000 people age 27 to 42 which is millennials I think that's a millennial age group Mm-hmm. And they found that 57% of those participants love their dog more than their siblings. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Now, 50, 50% of those people admitted they love their dog more than their mom. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't know if I should feel bad for the moms or be like, moms, what the fuck are you doing? Well, uh, we, I mean dogs are pretty amazing come on (laughs) (laughs) I mean has your dog ever grounded you when you were a teenager Uh, probably not they just give you unconditional love yeah and kisses definitely my dog never ratted me out when I snick out that's for sure kept his (laughs) barking down okay and 30 percent admitted that they love their dog more than their partner wow maybe yeah maybe break up that what is that? Three hundred people out of a thousand love their dogs more than their partners. That's that's a lot. Yeah, but you know what? I honestly, I can't relate because I don't have a dog. <laughs> but I understand that. It could be st- me. If you still related, even though you didn't have a dog, I I would honestly be worried. You're like <laughs> I love everybody, <laughs> every dog I've ever met. I love more than my partner. So, um. So being that we love our furry friends so much, I thought this was a really, really great news story to share. So that actually wasn't the news story. That was just the appetizer, the coup d'etat. Okay. So the news story comes from the goodnewsnetwork.org, and it's about two shelter chihuahuas. Each came from a different family, and they were surrendered in April by families who could no longer care for them. Nine-year-old Peanut and three-year-old Cashew. That's pretty cute. Yes, it is. 
The two kindred spirits met after they both received dental surgery at the shelter. And from the very moment they met, they became inseparable. Aww. Yes, the, the staff at the shelter decided to celebrate their love for one another and their recovery. So volunteers built a mini wedding chapel, which included <laughs> a bubble machine. Oh my God, they love bubbles too. Yes. And they dressed Peanut and Cashew up as a bride and a groom. They played music and they performed a wedding in front of the shelter staff and a couple close friends. And they even had a dog-friendly wedding cake after. That is adorable. So Peanut and Cashew are available for adoption. They are available individually, but mm-hmm. staff is hoping that they'll be adopted together so they could have kind of a perpetual honeymoon and um, they are available for adoption at the San Antonio Humane Society that has saved thousands of animals. They are a nonprofit, no-kill organization that was founded in 1952. I bet those dogs are probably already adopted because of the article, honestly. what That's, that's amazing. And um, I'm happy that you mentioned that. I think that a lot of people think that if you have to give up a dog to a shelter, that there's a chance that something you know, bad could happen to the dog. Mm -hmm. But, Mm -hmm. um, like our local shelter is also a no kill. They'll never put an animal down because of, um, lack of room or something like that, which I know Mm -hmm. is a fear for a lot of people. So if you're in the Mm -hmm. unfortunate situation where you cannot keep your pet anymore, you, you will be able to find a place like that to surrender the pet so that you'll have that, you know, a little bit of peace of mind. Cause Mm -hmm. unfortunately you can't always keep the, the dog that you, we're hoping you well, could. Well, you know, shit happens. So mm-hmm. even people with the best intentions, sometimes just life circumstances change. Yeah. Um, I just thought that was so cute. I used to have a chihuahua. So I have a special little place in my heart for chihuahuas. <laughs> and they like, oh, and you know, what's kind of funny is in the article t- towards the end, they accidentally included a type typo. Instead of cashew, they put chestnut. <laughs> They so just it, they just said the wrong nut. They yes. So so I was like, okay, is it cashew or chestnut? But I looked back and it said cashew more times than chestnut. So I had to go with the cashew. Oh my god! There's actually chestnut was actually um, peanuts' uh, mistress. So it was a slip. <laughs> they were actually in on some hot goss, and that was a slip up. Yes. Chestnut. Stop trying to break up this happy family, okay? <laughs> um, she barked when they said, does anybody <laughs> object to this union? And she was just in the back, just, just losing singing it. for her life. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And our next one comes from today.com. And this one is actually pretty sweet, too. The graduating class of Otis College of Art and Design in L.A., the 2022 graduating class, got a joyous shock when President Charles Hitcherin, I'm so sorry if I mispronounced that, announced during his graduation speech that the Snapchat co-founder, Evan Spiegel, and his wife, Miranda Kerr, had made a donation to the college surpassing $10 million, and it would cover everybody's tuition there and they 
he said the the president said the class erupted in shock and joy and confusion and um, it turns out that Miranda Kerr is an honorary graduate and Evan Spiegel took summer classes at Otis College as a teen and they um, released a statement to um, the public and it says quote Otis College of Art and Design is an extra no- extraordinary institution that encourages young creatives to find their artistic voices and thrive in a variety of industries and careers. It is a privilege for our family to give back and support the class of 2022. We hope this gift will empower graduates to pursue their passions, contribute to the world, and inspire humanity for years to come. What a fantastic gift. I really love when people that are in the position to do so help people out in ways like this. Mm-hmm. It will honestly change these young people's lives. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I mean, could you imagine starting your life after uh, probably debt, so much college debt with like a clean slate just to be able to be creative without the stress of, you know, college loan payments? I mean, what a gift, but also just go to college in Germany or anywhere else and you'll have that feeling too. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. Sorry. (laughs) Try try not to be negative over here. Sorry. Um, Okay. And then our next one, you know, I couldn't do this without a food article, right? Um, Because if I love anything, it's, it's food. Same. They should have asked how ma- how many people love food more than their partner, because I would well th- I would surely give up my partner before food. I mean that's absurd. Yeah, me too. Like if if they, I mean you 100%. literally would have to because we all need to eat, but it's okay. Well, okay, don't make me make a cannibal joke. Come on, <laughs> Are, you're setting me up, and I can't help it. <laughs> uh, okay, so this one comes from CNN.com. And I just have to say, if my burrito falls apart one more time, I'm going to lose it. Oh, I'm no. going to absolutely lose it. Um, but thankfully, for everybody around me, four engineering students from John Hopkins University have in- invented burrito tape. And okay. it is <laughs> it is made from food-grade ingredients, mm-hmm. um, but they're being kept under lock and key, super secret. What? I, I it, well, <laughs> If I'm going to eat tape, I, I need to know what's in it. <laughs> That's what I thought. But it, there is a patent pending. So I think they're trying okay. to keep, keep uh, for legal reasons, we could be consuming actual tape. I know. It's just tape and they're just, they just wrote edible on it with a Sharpie and we're just supposed <laughs> to buy it. <laughs> um, so it's a colorless, odorless, tasteless, gluten-free, vegan edible tape that keeps your burrito tightly wrapped fantastic yes um the four students were brainstorming for a product design course when one of the students burritos quite literally unraveled in her hands (laughs) (laughs) and that was all it took um and you know what i am i full transparency i am counting on this tape to solve all my fucking problems okay and necessity is the mother of invention (laughs) yes it is I quite literally do not have time for a Lucy Goosey burrito. Uh, all it does is really slow me down, and that just mm-hmm. pisses me off. Um, mm-hmm. I, 
because it seems like we are busier than ever and I am just looking for a life hack wherever I can get one. I hear that. Well, speaking of hacks, uh, as you know, we do a lot of reading for the podcast. We do a lot of research here. Uh, Definitely not on the one and done's, but our (laughs) other episodes for sure. Please listen Um, to the other ones and you'll believe us. (laughs) (laughs) And we read hardcover books and we also read audio books, but usually we're forced to hold something in our hands and read articles Mm -hmm. um and until now actually um tiff and i have started using newsly and it's an all-in-one audio super app for ios and android it picks up web web articles about the most trending topics on the internet at any given moment and it reads them to you in a natural human voice Sometimes it's even a fancy British accent, which I'm sure Cassie is dying to do, but I won't let her. (laughs) I will hold back. I'll hold back. (laughs) And for the first time ever, the internet and the entire web becomes listenable all in one place. You can browse articles from topics that you choose um, so you can stop scrolling and start listening. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You can follow any topic as specific as you like from sports, tech, business, science, Bitcoin, or even UFOs, obviously. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, it will. So the app will find you the latest articles and read them to you out loud. This is the future, baby. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And they even have podcasts, too. So not only do they have... Um, read articles but you can find your favorite podcast from over 80 countries our podcast is even on there i started using it actually as my default podcast app because not only does it have podcasts not only can i get articles i'm looking for for the podcast read to me like a tiny baby bedtime story <laughs> but i can listen to the radio And they have over a hundred different country radios, which I think is so cool. I just went in, I went down a radio rabbit hole and I just was listening to music from all over the world. And it was so cool. So, so cool. Very cool. Download and use Newsly for free now from newsly.me or from the link in our episode description. Newsly even gave us a promo code. Use happy H to try a one-month free premium subscription. Yeah. So all of that will be in our episode description. Don't forget to use the code because you get to try it one month for free. So check it out, guys. It's pretty cool. Okay. So moving right along with our good news stories, I picked kind of a sciencey one, which is pretty cool. This comes from theguardian.com and... It is about an amazing, amazing cancer research team at Sheffield University in the UK, and they are working on magnet-led anti-cancer viruses that attack breast cancer and prostate cancer cells. So this is so cool. I'm really going to try to do this science justice because obviously I'm not a scientist or a cancer research researcher. Mm -hmm. (laughs) doctor um but i just thought this was so fascinating and it's such good news like it gives me so much hope 
so there are viruses that that are natural. They are naturally occurring and they attack tumor cells. They are called oncolytic viruses. And once they reach a cancer cell, they basically blow it up, it opens, and then dies. Wow. Yeah. Um, actually, to be honest, it doesn't sound brutal enough for cancer cells. Like, could we get a little bit more brutal? Fuck cancer. Yeah, exactly. So these viruses are already being used on skin cancer. Uh, but the problem is, once they get any deeper into the body beyond the first few layers of skin, the virus, because it's a virus, attracts our immune system and then our immune system goes in and destroys the virus because that's what it's supposed to do. That's what it's biologically there for. So scientists were trying to figure out how to get these viruses to the deeper tumor, cancer tumors in our body. Mm-hmm. So they thought, magnets, let's use magnets. Okay. So they, yeah. So they came up with an idea of covering the virus with microscopic magnets and they would inject the virus protected by a magnet so think like a magnet plate of armor shield of armor mm-hmm. in the the person's blood and then they would use larger magnets along the body where the virus or excuse me where the cancer tumor is located and that you know magnets are attracted to each other so they would travel at a quick speed almost fast enough that the immune system couldn't detect them in time and get to the tumor cell and start destroying it. Mm-hmm. So this is pretty cool, but the only downside is these tiny, tiny, tiny microscopic magnets have to be made in a lab and they're pretty costly to manufacture. I can't even imagine. I mean, they must be like a speck of sand. I don't. Yes, oh, they're man. like fractions of like millicentimeters, centimeters, millicentimeters. I don't, I, I don't know size. I'm, <laughs> can you explain, like, compared to an ant's body, how well, big Millicentimeters, I don't even think is a thing. That's not even a measurement. I don't, of, of any. no, it's, it's not. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed If you're listening from another country, you're like, wow, Americans, oh, Americans have such are such weird <laughs> Um <laughs> Compared to an ant's body, are they like a third of an ant's body? <laughs> Oh my God, I just got the weirdest deja vu. Oh my gosh, that's so weird. Have we measured things with ants before? (laughs) That was so freaky. Oh my gosh, there's a glitch in the matrix. I feel like that is, there's a really, really mean joke in there about measuring things with ants, but I'm not going to get into it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but science researchers came up speaking of ants i'm gonna transition to soil so the science researchers came up with another idea they found soil a soil bacteria that um it synthesizes iron oxide nanoparticles that are called magno gosh dang it science words they're hard uh everybody knows they're hard magnetosomes magnetosomes okay so these magnetosomes they are part of this bacteria found in soil and they navigate 
through the soil based on the earth's magnetic fields to find places for their optimal growth and survival. So technically they are like a natural occurring magnet and turns out that their shape and structure are just perfect for putting in these cancer destroying viruses. Wow. Yes. So what they're trying to do now is use these soil magnetosomes to put the virus in, inject it into the person's body, and then use other magnets to guide these to the tumor, and they will seek and destroy. So, so I'm sorry, I just want to clarify. So it's like a nat- yes. naturally occurring tiny magnet that humans can use to cure cancer. They are using bugs for drugs. Wow. That's okay. what the article said. Um, so yes, it is a natural it's totally it, it's totally a natural occurring thing it, it, like this is so my like my mind is like scrambling this is why itself. people say I, to quit fucking cutting down the rainforest because it could have a cure to a million things in it but we just keep killing the our natural resources you know Exactly. So it is a naturally occurring bacteria that turns itself into a magnet to find a place to thrive using the Earth's magnetic fields. Wow. So they're using now, they're now using this to guide a cancer killing virus to cancer tumors. Now, they haven't started on human subjects. This has only been used on animal subjects, but it has been highly successful so far, and they are hoping to start human trials soon. And they're specifically focusing on breast cancer and prostate cancer first. Mm -hmm. I don't know why they chose those, um, but that's what's happening over at Sheffield University. And like freaking heroes over there. They're like doing the work. I mean, wow. Um, I feel like there's probably a lot of things on this planet that we'll find out can help us solve a lot of, you know, things that we need help with. Yeah. It's very, uh, like a very serious version of Fern Gully, I feel like. Oh. You know, you gotta be in tune yeah. with our, our planet. We only have this one. We should really try to take care of her. I couldn't have said it better. And I just don't understand people who don't get that. Okay, so this one is well. This is a contender for my favorite because you it's said kind that of funny. Every time. I know. I just love good news. Okay, but this one's kind of funny. <laughs> okay, um, and this one comes from Yahoo.com. Mm-hmm. Heard of it? <laughs> a conveyor belt sushi restaurant in Taiwan ran a two-day advertisement offering patrons with the name Salmon in their name all-you-can-eat sushi. Okay. Yes. So the sushi restaurant underestimated how much the Taiwanese people love free sushi because mm-hmm. hundreds of people legally changed their name to add salmon. Oh, shit. <laughs> and some of the names included Dancing Salmon and Salmon Dream. Mm. Which, I if you ask it. me, those are kind of beautiful. I mean... So after eight, one man after changing his name ate at the restaurant twenty two times during those two days. Okay, I I don't think I don't think that's good for you. I mean, sushi is fantastic, but that might 
<laughs> like I feel like you're gonna get like a block in your in your butt or something. <laughs> in your intestines. Yeah. Um I have never been to a conveyor belt sushi restaurant, Me but neither. it's on my bucket list. I really want to go to one. I don't even think I've ever heard of it. Oh my gosh, I've seen them and they are so cool. So you're just like sitting there grabbing sushi off of a conveyor belt? Everybody's in yes. a line? No, no, you sit at a table and there's like a window, um, I would assume, and it, and it just has a conveyor belt of sushi going by. Like, you know, in an old diner where the jukebox would be, mm-hmm. there's like a, every table has like a little window and you just, oh, you can oh, press I a button see. and okay. it stops and you like roll up a thing. Um, oh my gosh, I totally want to go to one of those. Okay. So the patrons weren't really worried about the legal name change because the Taiwan government or Taiwanese government allows you three legal name changes in your lifetime. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. However, the government wasn't happy about the advertisement. They (laughs) actually have a fishbone to pick with the restaurant because they said it created a lot of unnecessary paperwork because over 300 people changed their name. Uh, Yeah. There is some poor part-time clerk. Uh, not to take this personally, but they hate that restaurant because that was their job. That was their job to do this paperwork. And in three days when everybody changes their name back, it's going to be her job again. Well, funny you should mention changing their name back because some of them have had already used their lifetime changes. So they're stuck with salmon in their name. (laughs) I, I wonder if we have a limit in the United States. I feel like you can change your name as many times as you want. I would I would be interested to look that up. I'm going to go on Newsly and listen to an article about that because I I thought it was very difficult to change legally change your name here. I don't think so. I'm going to try it. I'm going to I'll do something really good like like when Phoebe wanted to change her name to Princess Banana Hammock. <laughs> I'll go I'll try something along those lines. I'm just going to change it and then after I change it I'll find out if I can even change it back. I'm going to roll the dice on it. (laughs) So the Taiwanese government urged their citizens to be more rational. (laughs) Some government (laughs) officials are now considering revising the law, allowing more than three name changes, and other lawmakers are asking for a cooling off period before officially changing your name. So you get all hyped about a free sushi advertisement. You like run down to the local government building, change your name, and they might want, you know, like a 10-day waiting period to actually change your name. I feel like I heard of another similar promotion, but with a tattoo. That's a good one. I like the tattoo because, for one, it's a tattoo and Mm -hmm. no extra paperwork for somebody. And for two, Mm -hmm. you're giving a tattoo artist some extra business. I think it's a win-win. And then you'll have a beautiful tattoo of a salmon on your ankle for the rest of your life. Or maybe a salmon right above your butt crack. A salmon maybe like on your earlobe. I mean, it would be just great. I, I would like to throw this out there. So I hope the restaurant's listening. I think that is a great promotion especially if you're in the same neighborhood Mm -hmm. what a way to bring business to your neighborhood Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and i might or might not know someone who has a tattoo of a hot snapping tuna on their butt cheek i love it that's fantastic (laughs) if you get a happy hour gets weird tattoo you will get to listen to this podcast for free that's our guarantee yes 
forever. We, Lifetime free. We guarantee it. <laughs> Just like the yes. men's warehouse. You're going to like the yeah. way you look. <laughs> I forgot about men's warehouse. I mean, I don't know why I'd remember how I don't wear men's you, How dare you? I think about the men's warehouse every night before I go to sleep. <laughs> You so I drift now need off. to get a men's warehouse tattoo. I I'm gonna I just drift off picturing the guy. I guarantee it. <laughs> it just lulls me to sleep. <laughs> that's a that's very sweet. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Our next story comes from CNN.com, and this is another animal story because what is happier than animals? Nothing. Um, in Costa Rica on a jaguar sanctuary a man on the rescue team heard a cry coming from somewhere in the jungle and as that happens in the jungle Mm -hmm. this is great bill i'm on the edge of my seat (laughs) (laughs) so the cry happened to be coming from a baby three-toed sloth that had fallen yeah, that had fallen from its mother who was heading back to the treetop. She was like, whew, I needed a break. But like very slowly. <laughs> she was extremely slow just climbing to the top. And she was like, I'll pick you up later. <laughs> um, And she was actually so high up in the tree at that point, she couldn't hear her baby crying for her. Mm-hmm. Um, So the man picked up the baby. And he brought it to the Jaguar Sanctuary Veterinary Office and they checked it out and it turned out that the baby sloth was not injured in any way during the fall. And while he was at the vet's office, they recorded the baby crying and then they went back out to the jungle where the man found the baby next to the tree and they played the cries on a loudspeaker so the mom could hear and... She heard it, and she slowly started making her way back down the tree. Be there next week. (laughs) (laughs) So she's like, (laughs) after a couple hours of them standing there, um, she got low enough to where they could hand off the baby to the mom in the slowest motion rescue mission ever. (laughs) And um, what's what wonderful part about this is they got it on camera. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's so sweet, and you can see, um, like the mom reach her arm out with her like little sloth toes, and the baby's reaching out, and they slowly like I did find myself wanting to like fast forward, <laughs> so slow, watch it on three but, times speed. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but that's just me. I am like you know balls to the wall, pedal to the metal, like mm-hmm. fast. I'm like a bull in a china shop. I like run through life. Mm-hmm. People are more delicate than me, but. Um, it is so sweet. I will actually find the video and if I can post it on our Instagram stories, I will. It's very, very sweet. Yeah. Please post that. Um, did you get to listen to the cry? Yes. What did it sound like? (laughs) It kind of sounded like me earlier when a bee almost landed on my face and I screamed like a maniac. Can you do an impersonation? It's like, (laughs) it's like. Oh, gosh, I don't remember now. Okay. Uh, it's like, me, 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 like oh, that kind of. Okay. Yeah. I like it, when it's... I ask you to do something and then I smile like the Grinch after he stole Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I've never heard a sloth cry. Uh, uh, we actually call my older daughter sloth. 
as our pet name for her because she does move that slow. And then it kind of <laughs> caught on and now she's in fully embraced it. And I always have to buy her little sloth things when I find them like little sloth pillows. And she has all this little sloth things and sloths are so cute. They are so cute. They are so Babies are cute. way cute. Oh my gosh. It, that's the only thing that can move at a glacial pace and not make me want to scream. <laughs> uh, when my when my husband does it, I'm like, you know, like, like, this oh. is why I like the neighbor's dog more than you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This one also comes, uh, this is our last one. And I also ended it on a cute doggo one. Okay. Um, so this comes from CNN.com. And well, actually, I've done it again. I've managed to circle back to New York City rats. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Okay, so recently at a crowded dog park in New York City, a rat caused quite a ruckus, dodging and weaving the snapping jaws of the frenzied dogs. And at one point, the rat was tossed from one dog's mouth to another. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Yes, and it's all caught on video. But amongst the chaos, one handsome dog owner wearing a gray hoodie whose dog's name was Zoe. Okay. Uh... Who, Zoe actually caught the rat three separate times. I'm picturing <laughs> Captain America when you say handsome dog owner wearing a gray hoodie. <laughs> so let's all picture that together. Okay. okay. Yes. He was handsome. Okay. Uh, is handsome. Well, he stepped in to protect the rat from the dogs in order <gasps> to protect the dogs from the rat. Oh, yeah. 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 Germs, right? Yes. So it just, you could see him like trying to get in between the rat. Like, oh. they, and some of the other dog owners kind of did a back, their backs in a circle around the rat trying to keep their dogs at bay. Uh-huh. It was actually quite chaotic. <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine. <laughs> Excuse me, I snorted. Uh, but this video went viral and the intense scene sparked some of these responses on social media. So someone posted a Yelp review as the rat <laughs> said, worst park ever, one star. <laughs> uh, someone tweeted, what are all these dogs doing at the rat park? <laughs> um, and other tweets included, Zoe's dad is a cutie and is he single? <laughs> this poor guy Which just... He, re- <laughs> he's just trying to protect his dog yeah. from a rat. Um, but I thought it was really cute and like they did a little online interview with him. And unfortunately for those who thought that Zoe's dad was a little hottie patati in a gray hoodie, he is not single. He lives with his girlfriend. Um, but good news for you rat lovers out there. The rat is single. (laughs) The rat is single. (laughs) They interviewed him and he is. Single and ready to mingle. I'm <laughs> snorting. Um, even though he got his ass kicked by a literal dog pack, um, he did manage to get away. He jumped down a little hole. Um, and he's just probably licking his wounds and eating pizza on the J train, looking for the next Mrs. Rat. Definitely. 100%. So... Uh. <laughs> Those people got a show and a little adrenaline, adrenaline rush that day. And um, and that's the end of our good news, one and done. Oh, that was a pretty funny one to end on. Um, thank you, Cassie, for picking so this week's uh, topics. 
I know that I needed it and I'm sure everybody out there did and I appreciate Mm it. I just feel like this week we needed just a little comfort. Just I hope this was like a virtual hug and warm and comforting for you and you know our our hearts are with everybody and um we just wanted to be a safe space to bring you a little bit of joy some laughter and um some good news thank you so so much for joining us yes and on that note don't forget to love yourself lock your doors and listen to your gut cheers to that Cheers to that.